Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, great. Uh, great. Had a safe and happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Um, I hope I hope everyone's Christmas day was good because we all know that Sunday was one of the more embarrassing days in Philly sports history with the Eagles shitting all over themselves, followed by your team, your town, your 76ers, not even getting off the fucking plane against uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. But, um, we, it, fellas... Don't let me stop you here. Don't let me interject because apparently Pro Bowls mean everything to John and what? and, and, they're, and they're, or, or, or everything to Jesse. Nothing to John. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to no, it, get everything straight here. It's it's Pro Bowls are a pretty good indicator of. Now they can be aren't they a popularity contests. Con- they, they can be a popularity contests sometimes. Oh, like, 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 like Timmy in, in, in Northern Idaho can vote for. I really like Justin Jefferson. Yay. But Patrick Mahoney. I'm going to vote for him 48,000 times. Typically, typically a Pro Bowl player is a higher quality player than you would find on some other rosters. So all my point is when I've said, you know, we've we've whiffed on potential Pro Bowl players like the DK Wait. Metcalfs and the Justin Jeffersons yeah. of the world, John will say, well, how many Super Bowls have they won? How many playoffs have they been to? But that's irregardless of anything else. Like, it, it's a... Well, a it only means so a, much in a team sport. Correct? Exactly. But, like, but. you can't look at a roster like ours where we have next to no wins and say, boy, I sure am glad we don't have any pro bowlers because, you know, they're just popularity contests and those guys just really aren't that good. Like, I'd rather just just for for sake of argument, pro bowls voted for equally one third fan vote, one third player vote, one third coaches vote for pro bowl. So that that makes it even less, less uh, of an important thing. (laughs) No, because if the fans stuff the box, Two thirds of the vote is is. Oh, and if you're if you're my boy, you're going to give me a uh, a vote. So what you know? Yeah, but I whoopee. They have workplace possibility, John. They vote with their head, not their heart. It's just like the All Star game in any other sport. Stupid. Yeah, that All Star yeah. game is different. Like, and baseball is the worst. You it, vote like NBA. They give you like nine thousand times. You want to stand on say, okay, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, or. Uh, uh, offensive player of the year or MVP, then then you have a leg to stand on. Yeah, I'd love to have uh, all four of those categories. Uh, okay, so here here's a, yeah here's another example. Take J, our 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 beloved Jason Peters, right? Nine time Pro Bowler. Okay, yeah. he's been dog shit the last two seasons. Dog well, he's, shit. Facts. But he's he's, but a, he's been in the Pro Bowl nine times. Yeah, Hall so, of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. Okay. What I've but I've wanted him gone for like three seasons. I don't give a fuck if he's making the Hall of Fame. He's doing nothing to make our team better at this. Point. Well, I mean, in in you know his defense, he he should have just hung it up two years ago. But he should have he should have stayed on staff and co and coached these guys up. That was probably the plan. That was I mean, before that last uh, injury of his, he was still a true Pro Bowl. All pro type guy. 
it was that it was that it was basically the the injury the Super Bowl year kind of that was that was it yeah that, that was the that, that kind of ended his and career. He knew it. You knew it. You saw it on his face. You saw it on everyone's face when he left on the cart. You but, knew it. That was it. So I mean, he should he should have retired then. I get it. He's he's one of those like he's a lifer. He's probably played football since he was like five. It's all he knows, and he probably wanted to get a little bit more money for. You know, for his family, for the future, and um, you know, I can't, I can't say I blame him for getting as much as he can. But yeah, I mean, to your point, he certainly hasn't hasn't helped us in the, in the last couple of years. Like he, you know, actively blocked Dillard. Now we don't know if Dillard was good enough to play or should have played, oh, yeah, Dillard's, but Dillard's a stud. He's he, oh, he's a stud in the making. I mean, you know, most successful franchises, when you draft a, when you trade up to draft a tackle in the first round, that dude starts year one starts not here. No, nah, not here. And, you know, so, you know, that, that was a mistake because you push back his development and then he gets hurt year two. So now he's back, hopefully year three, but at this point you've got Jordan Mailata who's outplayed, who's played better than Dillard has ever played. So now you've wasted a first round pick and you don't even know what, you don't even know what you've gotten them. And so the, the, so the value in that pick is it's sunk. It, it, but so it, you know, it's just to go back to the Pro Bowl thing. It's just a, it's just a total lack of, of, of roster management. I mean, six Pro Bowl players in a decade, like that's just not good enough for a team that, that it's going to, you know, strut around after winning a Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl in the franchise's history and be like, we're the new norm. We're the new norm. Like pulling their dicks out. Like they're the fucking greatest thing on earth. And, and it's like, bro, at this point, it sure looks like dumb luck. And it, and the new norm sure looks like us being a dumpster fire. So speaking of dumpster fires, can we just take it back to this Sunday? Like, 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 where, where do you, where's your guys's head, and like, what went wrong, and who's ultimately, you know, taking it, you know, on the chin for for the loss? Like, where, where does everyone think? I mean, I. It's a total team. It's a total team effort. There's no one person. It's not the field goal kicker. Yeah, but I, I think it's. I think I, I think it's coaching. I think that their lack of of adjusting and and failing to continue to do what they were succeeding with which was running the goddamn ball in the first half and all of a sudden they abandon it, it i i i think it i think this goes on on whoever was calling the plays doug peterson or whoever it was i, I don't know I, I i i think that that is that's 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 one of the main reasons why we we went we didn't score any any points in the second half what was it, Bill? 30, we went 34 to 3 the rest of the game after the we had the 14 point lead. Yep. And what went away? What was the main thing that went away after that? Well, I mean, I, I don't think I would single handedly sit here and say it's the offense's fault, but. I'm not single handedly saying it, but I'm saying one of the main things that happened. What was one of the main swings of the game that, that happened? Basically, basically, they kept throwing to. Michael Jaquette, the third side. <laughs> well, I, I yeah. get that. I get that. But like on the offensive side, we did we did nothing to help our cause by stopping. I think it's a, I think it's a whole litany of things. It's, it was it was pre-step penalties. 
It was players not making plays. It was bad decisions. It was drop balls. It was bad throws. I mean, that's why I think it's a totality of, of everything. I mean, again, two weeks ago, you have a guy who's like three weeks ago, he's selling insurance and now he's a corner in the NFL. It's like, you know, coaching, you can only coach, you know, the insurance guys up so much and hope and pray for, you know, positive outcomes. I mean, I get it. Reason why a guy's selling insurance, you know, last, the last few years, we've been lucky that the depth that we've had has, you know, next man up has, has played well. And I mean, that's all you can ask for. You know, that's well, where crazy. Is, where is Dallas's offense rank or defense rank? 30, 31st? Uh, no. It's not dead. They're pretty bad. They're pretty they've bad, got, right? They've gotten better since they got Sean Lee back a couple weeks their, ago. Their and, run defense, I think, was 30th or 31st. So why did we stop running the football? Because Doug Peterson doesn't run the football. Not according, not according to Vilma. Vilma, <laughs> Doug Peterson's a run-first coach. <laughs> Jonathan, we need to get you on the show, my man. Yeah, yeah. I think Vilma also has had one too many concussions. I think you also have to understand, I think we've been saying this for a while now, is that – Miles Sanders is not a three down back. So for as much as we'd like to like run the ball, run the ball, run the ball and get the third down and then maybe pass the ball. Um, it's, I don't think it's ever going to happen. And not to say that that should be our, our offensive strategy. But again, I feel like when we get into, you know, third and shorts or even the like second and second and shorts, we're always more apt to pass the ball. Um, do I, th- do I agree with that? Not necessarily, but you know, you also have to figure out, like, what's, what is the defense giving you? If the defense is giving you eight in a box, nine in a box, then, you know, you're going to probably go somewhere else. So When they rush know. three and drop back eight, I'm not a mathematician here, but uh, you got more big guys than they do, maybe put the ball. And, the, and this goes back to something we've been harping on that we don't have to, we, we may, but we don't need to, is that roster construction. I'm going to beat this drum till I'm blue in the face. In 2017, we led the, we led the league in rushing. I don't understand why we decided that formula wasn't going to work anymore. Us being a leading rushing team, having a Blunt, having a Jai, having Clement, like having three guys that at any point could get hot and carry us in a couple of series. We decided we don't need that anymore. And that's something to me, it's just like, Control doesn't get really the clock, light. right? In the media, the game. Like, in 17, we didn't ask Carson to do too much. We asked him to throw 25, 30 times, and you look. Like I always say, when he, when he threw more than 30 times in a game, we lost. Those were his losses. When you, you have all stats, that, when he threw like, the ball under 30 times, he didn't lose. Because yeah. it, it was a control game plan. We run the ball, keep our defense off the it field. It also blows my mind that they didn't do that, especially knowing that you have a rookie quarterback out there. And it's just, to me, it's like going into the season knowing that Miles can't handle three. Like I think we all realized that last year when he got banged up, that he's the kind of guy like a thunder and lightning kind of guy. He doesn't have the frame for it. And for us to go in as our one-two be Miles and Boston Scott, as much as I like Boston as like a gadget guy, like that's our running attack. And we hope Corey Clement could come back from three brutal injuries. Like, and we saw Jordan I mean, Howard like gone, one like, time. How is that, how's that Doug's fault? Like, where's well, Howie on? Your like, offensive line's also been decimated the entire season. Like well, we're, I, well, you can start the season. You're saying Miles, Boston Scott, and Corey Clement is a playoff-winning running back tandem. I mean, I mean, just, I mean as a fan, I, I, I just like I, it. To me, it's just I like disagree that we could use another running back. I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. And but it's just like, crazy to me yeah, that like what else were you going to? And seventeen, how he made moves throughout the season 
Now, I know this year he probably was more hamstrung because we got bigger contracts and we don't probably have assets. I don't know. But, like, we got a guy like Ajayi for a third-round pick, and he sparked that running game for us. And just, like, that's what I thought when, when we were on the fence still. Like, he didn't make any moves. And, again, maybe I'm sure he tried to do something to get the team better or whatever. But, like, I feel like those are what made Howie Howie in 17. And it's just like, where is it at, man? Like, you're telling me after week three or four, we didn't realize that Miles can't handle this. Like, we need a thumper. And we're just like, nah, we'll promote Huntley from the, from the practice squad. Like, that's our, that's our game plan. Like, I, I feel like, like you said before, this is a top-to-bottom failure from the front office down to the players. And the players should probably get the least of it because they're not talented enough to compete. And I mean, that's the bottom line. Talent usually wins on Sunday. And if it's equal, coaching gets kind of can tip the scale a little bit. And we don't have an advantage at any point. Like, I mean, we sit here and keep hoping and wishing that it's just like we're just uh, this, this team is going to change. But man, if there ever was a time when you are what your record says you are four ten and four ten and one, that's what this kind of this, that's what this Eagles team is. And the shame in, on them. The injuries mm. also have to be added into that equation as well. And that's that's well, no fault. Our starting quarterback didn't get injured, and that's what wins in the NFL. Didn't right, but again, when you're you have what 14, 15 different combinations of offensive line play, right? Your wide receivers are all base were all basically injured. It's at one point. Um, you, you're you can go on the defensive line and say, okay, well, most they're of them are playing better. They're playing a little they're better. better now, but at the beginning of the season, Hargrave oh, hurt. Very uh, um, I'm trying to think somebody else was hurt. Maybe Barnett was Barry hurt. He got like, hurt early on. Tickle Monster got hurt. Right. Linebackers got, got pretty pretty banged up. Uh, now, like the last like four weeks, of uh, your corners got banged up. And then you lost your safety, too, when you, your, your starting safety. So, you know, your, your, punter got banged, your punter got banged up for a game. Like, unfortunately, like – you listen to press conferences and, 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 and Jim Schwartz and Doug Pearson, and I didn't listen to day fifth today, but you know, they all, they all mentioned that injuries are going to happen. It's part of football. You know, my whole thing with it is I get that, but like your depth needs to be there. Then the thing yeah. that helped us and was our bandaid or our Achilles heel, even the last, I would go back like four years, three years, Super Bowl year, we had depth there. We don't have the, the depth that we had. Think about it. Like, um, the Bears playoff game, double doink game, wasn't Craven LeBlanc like our starting corner? Like he might have been. Strat, yeah, Strat played a right. big role that season. So like you go into a game like this, like we did last week, and your starting corner, who I mean, I don't want to blame him completely, but he was the guy, and he got basically toasted the entire game. And 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 to to the point of coaching, I think that that was a blunder where like they waited until like the middle of the third quarter to do something about it. Like after halftime, you got to be like, yo, you're, you're riding the pine and, and Mills you're in. And like, they've done that before. And that, that should have been the, 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 um, the solution in my opinion, but that's where I think like we have coaching blunders. That's what it is. But I'm just like, it, it's a total, it's a total team failure. It's a it total is. team. Failure. You don't get the playoffs. You're, you're, and you're four and your records four. You know, ten and one, and could be four eleven and one. You know, by by you know all standards. We're going to lose to Kurt Meineke or Ken Chris Meineke, Meineke, Meineke. XFL on Sunday. <laughs> we might 
we might end up, depending on what happens, we might end up with the third pick in the draft. That'd be fair. I know if the Falcons and Texans win and we lose, we got the third spot, depending on the Bengals. And if they lose, definitely. But if they lose, lose two, we can coin flip with them. But because honestly, I, I think if we don't get Jesse, I don't think Chase makes it to five. I think we're going to have to be in that three-fourth pick to get Chase. And he's the only receiver I'd take in the first round. I'm, I'm out on Alabama receivers. Smith. Smith all day long. Ah. Here we go. Parsons. Here we go. Parsons. We need a linebacker, John. I want a, I want a thumper in the middle. What no, because really, it didn't even take us. First of all, it didn't even take us 20 fucking minutes to get to who the fucking draft. <laughs> Matt's okay. We're going to have a segment all about jerseys. Too. Oh, my God. It's fucking draft. Bill, he's, he was just named the AP player of the year. Who gives a shit? That's a big deal for a college player, Matt. Uh, fuck college football. Here we go. Fuck college football. Fuck Alabama. Fuck Notre Dame. Fuck oh, college now, football. Now, now you're getting nuts over here. Fuck college football. You can fuck Alabama all you want. Alabama. I know what Matt's getting for his birthday this year. Notre Dame now. You know, you got my, mind your business. Mind your business. Well, I mean, regardless of where we where we draft, I think uh, the the totality of draft picks that we either will have or not have will um, will not like outweigh what we need to even do in free agency. Does how we here? Here's the question: And agency. How about just the fact that we have the biggest issue with our quarterbacks? Like that, someone's got to solve that problem. Do we get yes, the does how we we have we, pick three? Just say we have pick three, and do we trade? And, do we, and Justin Fields is sitting there. Does he take Fields? That's oh, great. absolutely. If, if Howie's still here, that fucking dickhead will absolutely do that. Because are you, are you what are you drinking? Are you here? Drinking? We go. I, I, I wouldn't shock me. I wouldn't be that shocked. Okay. Hey, we're, John, we're a quarterback factory. We only make turnover machines, but we're a quarterback factory. Right. And you guys also think that we're going to draft another wide receiver. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, well, I'm, I'm saying. Things that wouldn't shock me. I think we would take a quarterback over a broad receiver probably at that spot. John, the, the reason that – I'm saying not, not saying it's more probable, but – You have a better chance of anything other than them drafting a quarterback to add to this 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 dysfunction. Rookie the, contract. It's on a rookie the, contract. Um, Doesn't the, matter. The uh, – <laughs> I lost my train of thought. It's enli- that's, enlightening. that's enlightening. That's enlightening. <laughs> Not happy. Just well, that's shut up. And I kept trying to get it, the <laughs> and <then he laughs> Shut up. And now that's okay. We'll go back to it. I mean, he 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 could trade Jalen. He could trade Carson and be like, "Hey, I got Fields." Hey, B- hey, Bill. If Ben Simmons hit his fucking foul shots, we might win this game. Uh, but guess yeah. what? Ben Ben Simmons doesn't hit foul shots either. Not great. So the, I I found I, I I regained my train of thought. So the the reason that that Jalen Hurts' stats in the second half of games has looked so atrocious compared to the first half is because every team that has now gone against us three straight games basically is just like oh that's what you're gonna do cool we're rushing three we're gonna spy you and we're dropping everybody into coverage and our line isn't good enough to block and the three can get home. You've got a guy spying hurt so he can't spill out of the pocket and run. And then everybody's in coverage and none of our wide receivers are good enough to to get open. And Bingo. that's how you shut down an offense. Bingo. 
now if if we had a a hop or the you know, a gallop or any of those Stephon wide Diggs. receivers we could have traded for Stephon Diggs, John playoffs Eagles. How did DJ how, how did Jack do in the first series? He looked pretty good. Yeah, and how, then he how, hurt how himself. Many, how many to play after that? I got a boo boo on my foot. You fucking pussy! Get on the field. You don't need you don't need superstars. You don't need speaking of speaking of DJX. What is a what is a Nipsey hustle? (laughs) What is that? He's a a Nipsey hustle. He's a a rapper that was doing a lot of good for his community that was murdered. It's a great name though. It is great. Nipsey hustle. I had to do like a a triple take on that. I'm like, it's it, Matt. It sounds like when you like have a little like. A little bit of booze in your pocket, oh, yeah. Nipsey, yeah. and then you go do a hustle. You do, and a then you hustle. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like the uh, our men's basketball league where you're in the park a lot. You have a Nipsey, and then you go hustle <laughs> on the court. I generally do that a lot. Foul out. <laughs> punch, punch brick walls. If punch brick oh walls my break God. your hand. <laughs> Is that the way you had three vodkas before you came? Is that the vodka? Three, three vodkas. Three vodkas. Jesus. Yeah. I would be I'd be draining threes if I only had three had three vodkas. I think John took vodka and put it in his Gatorade bottle on <laughs> as a road soda that night. Listen, um, I forget what we were talking about. Oh, uh, uh, Djax, yeah, uh, him being uh, a, uh, oh yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen, I love I love DeAndre Hopkins. I love Stefan Diggs. I love Julio Jones. I love. Trying to think of another good wide receiver. Can't think of my head. DK, oh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, Devontae Adams. Love those guys, right? Really great guys. Really awesome wide receivers, okay? What have they done? They've just put up numbers. It's great. That's great. But it's a team great. game, John. That's great. All they can do is put up numbers. I don't know. Devon, Devontae Adams has helped his team uh, position themselves pretty well and for a uh, probably a first-round buy this year. Listen. John. What's it? What did Tyreek Carson Wentz did such a Car- Carson Wentz did such a great thing last year with all crappy receivers. So there'd be no there should be no excuse this year, <laughs> just as bad. But listen, I, John, they're worse. Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, when he's healthy, he when when healthy. I don't want to hear about Deshaun Jackson. Uh, <laughs> when Deshaun, I really don't want to hear. When healthy, gonna bleed. When healthy, he's a weapon. When, when healthy, he hasn't when been healthy for game. five That's years. Right. All you need John. is all you need is one route from him, and you get. Oh one my god! Yeah, we got one route. We still lost the fucking. John, game. we got one play out of him. Hey man, one one for a touchdown. That's, That's yeah, good. Get, Those are good stats, Jesse. You okay. like stats? Those are good numbers. Okay. Yeah. You can get John. You can get one good play out of me. You could get one good play out of any of us on this podcast. I guarantee fucking it. One good play. You need one good play. I'll give you one good play. Listen, do I think Deshaun Jackson – I might not be alive after that play, but I'll give you one good one. I'll give you one good one. Listen, do I think they're the future? Absolutely not. Are they serviceable? Absolutely. Absolutely. Neither of them here. Jesse, they better not be here. Neither put them bye-bye. Bye-bye. John, the, the problem though is again, there's nothing out there at free agency. So you guys want to get, you guys want to take a number five, top five draft pick and grab a rookie receiver and then have the same issues that you're having this year or the year before. God bless you. But yeah, watch this play with Ben. This is why Ben Simmons is really good. And then uh, he's really good. He's not great. And then go out and go out for free agents this year. And what are you going to got? You're going to get AJ Green. Oh, I love to hear about AJ Green. He's always injured. You guys would really love him. 
Well, he's on the end of his career now. Not on AJ. You want T.Y. Hilton? You want T.Y. Hilton? No, he's an old. He's 31. No, I wanted there a guy like that. out there, Bill. There ain't shit out there. There ain't shit out there for why we had Stephon Diggs for a couple. first round pick, but we wanted Rager instead. How'd that you know work out for Josh he Allen? Looks he, works, he looks great for Josh Allen. They ain't winning a Super Bowl. Mark yeah. my words. Record this. They ain't winning a Super Bowl. Big freaking deal. Big deal. I'm, like, I'm glad you. I'm glad you. Because he finally has a, a wide receiver. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good. No, I, 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 I think you're short-sighted to think that they can't beat the Chiefs. But okay. you know, that's. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I yeah, think. Yeah. I, I think Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool are really good, right? Yeah. They got Big Ben thrown to him, right? They ain't gonna fucking win a Super Bowl. Not nah, because Big Ben's cooked. Uh, Big Ben's done. Well, it, again, whole. Team as a whole, team as a whole, right? Yeah, no, I agree. And I and I, and we have too many. We don't really. I mean, injuries can I I can I can give us for the O line, but we don't have any unit on our team, special teams, offense or defense, any one unit, receiver, cornerback, whatever that has any. Forget elite player, like even very good players. We have at best or an tight average player in Slay. Pay like a great player. Cox and tight ends are, are, are probably the best. What's that? Our tight ends are probably our best core position. Probably. And and they're even inconsistent because when they're open, they don't get the ball or they're overthrown. So I feel like I feel like both of them take well, plays no, and our O line's been so bad that we need them to block. And so it's just one of those things where like there's nothing that this team has that's really good talent wise. And it's like at some point when you look at the architect, you're like, hey, architect. What the hell team is on the field for me? Oh, I love you, Steph. I love you, Steph. I just uh, Steph. I know. I always if I, I mean, it, I've I've called Seth Curry Steph Curry way more hey, than maybe we could trade for get his brother here. Trade Ben for his brother. The Warriors are done. Blow it up. Give us Seth. I don't think. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I I just I keep flip flopping. I'm sorry, listeners. That's my fault. Uh, I mean, we're watching the Sixers game and talking about the Eagles at the same time. It's going to happen. Uh, Bill, you, you might be right. We're, we might win this game against the Rockets here. I felt it. Should have took the bet. I know. Whenever I bet the Sixers, they lose. So I try to be a good fan uh, and not bet them. <laughs> I'm I, like, I, I'm 38. Talent, the talent thing is, is, is an interesting argument. But again, like, I'll use Darius Slay as an example. A highly coveted. That might have been the dagger, Bill. I wouldn't say highly coveted. He was a very good cornerback. Very good cornerback. But I say he's top five. Mm, I don't know. I'd say he's top ten legitimately. Okay. I got no problem saying Slay's in that seven but, eight range. But here's the thing, Bill. Top ten, even top ten quarterbacks. Even if I had a top ten quarterback on this team, take any of the top tens. I don't know how much better. I agree. I agree. I totally agree. That's why you need a combination with. A good pass rush, or but you linebacking court, like you need to have multiple parts of the field law lockdown because teams. This is the talent thing that I was trying to explain. You, you use you say like you want to you want to blame Howie, and that's fine. I get that. Well, it's not blaming him. It's he got he 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 put his flag down. This is my team. I'm the I I'm in control personnel. And for three years, we haven't we don't have any young talent under twenty five. What I'm trying to say is you go out and get a guy like Slay who you think is a top 10 corner. 
coming to a new organization, moving his family, doing all this other stuff. And you just, it, it just automatically think that he's going to be, you know, a, a shutdown corner, a, you know, pro bowler, a whatever adjective you want to describe him, uh, describe his game. And he doesn't pan out. Like how much of the fault is that on the GM? Because I don't think he, but that's not fair to say he hasn't panned out. He's one of the top corners still in the NFL. Like he's paid. He's not paid like he's the number one corner. I think that was a good move how he made. He got a really good football player in here. Okay. Well, I would argue like I'll argue earlier today about the stats and I understand they move him around. And then that we can talk about coaching and how like if DeAndre Hopkins is the best player on the opposite side of the field, your best corner should follow the other receiver. That would talk to Jim Schwartz. That's not Jim Schwartz. He has – that's exactly my point. So I just said it's why I, I agree. Guys, listen, that's, that's when you talk about coaching. And, and that's and, where you make adjustments. Like, but, agreed. you know, I, I wouldn't sit, I wouldn't sit here and we'd love to talk about stats. We kind of like Jay off on stats on this podcast. And like, I look at his stats and I go, well, it, he comments today about it's very hard to get an interception as it is compared to get to a sack. And I go, well, t- talk to me about all the other corners in the league that have a lot of interceptions. They're not the best. They're not top ten corners. So, you know, I, I, I don't really understand it. Like, I, I could sit here and like, I could sit here and get on the bash Howie train, which I know you guys would love that. But like, at some point, it also the players have to play. The players have to exude talent, have to show up, have to put in work, and and make plays. And when they don't do that, the GM, it's the GM's fault. But why, why is it that we don't put them on the, on, the, on the chopping block? You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't make sense. And, again, I, I think, I think there, there are some things that Howie can do better. But there are also things like a top 10 corner should be doing. And it's, it's just my opinion. The same thing like a, t- a top franchise quarterback should be doing. You know what I mean? And, th- and that's, those are the things that bother me more than anything is like we could sit here and we can kill Howie, but we make sure we, ha- we kill the players too. Oh, we are. That's the thing. I think we are. I think we're, whole house of shit. Because I, 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 I don't think there's any player that we're really like. I mean, except for like a Miles or a Goddard, like guys that you know we realize who are good. And but again, Goddard. I mean, this season could be a lot different right now if Goddard makes that catch in the end zone like he should have. I'm going to punch him in the fucking hands. And right yeah. now we, you know, we could still be Miles playing. Doesn't fumble if it doesn't fumble in, in the first two games at the goal line. Like that's what I'm saying. You're right, and that's why I think. There's been not one player that's like, man, he's really good. Like, he's really good. Every corner that we let go this year is playing better than every corner we have on our roster, except for Darius Slay. Basically. Every one of them. them. Rasul Douglas, Anthony Jones are both very competent starters on their teams. And Darby's having a top 10 season right now. Yeah, Darby too. Yeah, Darby's playing very well. I mean, I get that again, but you're also handcuffed with how much money you can spend. And Darby's a little tough, though, Jesse, because he got hurt three years in a row here. Yeah, he was always hurt. So, like, you can't get that. That's tough. Trust him on that one, but but Sydney and Russell, we drafted them. We had them in this house for four years, and they were like, "Nah, we don't want you." And it's like, man, he's been he would he would been a lot better than Jacarit out there. But (laughs) again, it's 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 town evaluation, and and. Coaching and scheme and all three of those things right now, we are seeing laid bare 
that all three of them are like giant gaping holes. We we don't know how to evaluate talent. We don't know how to evaluate it. We we don't know what to do with it when we get it. And if we have it on our roster, half of the time we're like, ah, eh, that guy can't fucking play. We'll release him because I want a comp pick in the fourth round that I'm going to piss away on Jannard Avery. Like, shout out, we love you, Jannard. Not your fault. You tried hard. Like, it, but then we the also, but then we also lock up players who we think we need, who are franchise players, and pan out to be garbage. You know what's crazy? It, it's a big loss. Is, has been, and I didn't. You know, I knew he played better this year. He didn't play that good last year. With McLeod going down, it's been a major loss in the secondary. When he's gone down, we've really given up way more big plays with him being out. Because at least he was smart enough to know to tackle guys. They got by him. So he'll take the flag. So yeah. Our, our guys now let guys catch 60-yard touchdowns on us. Like, that CD Lamb touchdown was, like, embarrassing. Like, he, like our guys had the angle and, like, 10-yard starts on him, and we still couldn't catch him. Yeah, it was <laughs> embarrassing. The Jim Schwartz said on that play that apparently they were supposed to uh, – like, I forget what exactly. I'm going to screw it up, so I don't want to say it. But it was something like the blocking, and they were supposed to push him inside and said he went outside. I'm sure he's right on that, but it's like <laughs> you put a lot on guys that are like – like you said, selling insurance a week ago, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That have to be in a like maybe put your – like you said before, break Bill. up your routine, Jim. Have Slay just shadow – no, do what they did before. Do what they did two weeks before when they were banged up, and they and they had Mills out there and playing corner. I mean, he's versatile enough to do it. And he, oh, God, no, and God, he's a safety now. I'm sorry, he's a safety. We can't put him back in corner. He's a safety. Who? Mills. Well, we. I mean, we did that, and and he and he played fairly decently to the end of the game. Yeah, he did. I know, but it was by then it was too. Oh, I got you. I got you. I was being. Yeah. I was being sorry. No, and that's what I'm saying. It's like. We do things that we, we, we like and we succeed with it. And then we go like, all right, well, you know, let's get back to normal. It's like, well, no, we're not at a normal situation. Let's continue and elaborate on what the changes we made. And I feel like, like you said, we fall back into, well, this is the system. It's like, well, I mean, Doug was doing it, you know, with the offense pretty much up until this, I guess, you know, we I don't guess. Take, we don't take what the te- other team's given us. Is is basically what it is. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. a lot of situations. We don't play situational football. You know, seems to be. We get cute, is what we do. I agree, and that's what it's like. It's just like at some point, like, like why the fuck you go for and fucking fifteen? Yeah, like, that was that was fucking strangle you. I was like, I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? like, like, okay, you want to go for fourth and six or you know whatever? You got to score. I get it, but your chances of making a fourth and fifteen are like minuscule and then the, and then the play it just goes to show you how much confidence they have in their overpaid field goal kicker it, it was just like yeah dude i'm surprised we didn't go for that 57 yarder a year or two ago we're going for that i guarantee it would have been a no-brainer no guarantee we'll send a jake out there guarantee that would, that would have been a 57 yarder and that's on the tit of his range and he's got to be better too i'm not you know We've talked about it on this podcast. We argued about it. He's got to be better too. Everyone's got to be better from the top down. And I think they're going to – I think there's a lot of guys – excuse me. I think there's going to be a lot of guys that you're, you're going to be surprised that, that, are, that are gone next year. And I, that's good. And I hope, that, I hope that that's a little bit of a wake-up call. But In my eyes, a good GM sees everyone as, as, as 
a tradable asset. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't and think you out there and make a uh, make a huge. I mean, the biggest thing he could probably do, if anything, is get rid of one of the quarterbacks. But other than that, he really has no leverage on anyone. Uh, I mean, Zach Ertz has has less trade value now than he did, you know, in the beginning of the season when he was him and Holland. But yeah. I, I actually think he'll be back next year. Zach has done himself zero favors getting himself a new deal. Well. I think he'll be back. I mean, talk about a dude that should have signed whatever fucking contract they put in front of him. Like, bro. No, I think I, John. I think I think guys like him are going to be part of the the casualty for the cap. I mean, how he, he there's only so much he can really do, and they're going to be like, we're going to have to cut guys that we really don't want to or trade them. I think that's going to be the reality. Getting like a, maybe at best a fourth or fifth round pick for Zach Ertz because. We like we can't we, we have to lower the cap. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. I mean, and it's gonna like we're gonna get rid of guys that's it's we're gonna feel it next year. I think you're right. I think we're we're gonna be strapped for talent. Uh, and you know. Ten nine eight, y'all. Bill, you called it. Told you. Felt they it. won't buy they won't buy seven. It's, and they're probably gonna give that you know why? Gonna give the it's player of the game. Games. Yeah, see, they gave the player of the game to Joel, but I and you can argue argue this with me, but I would give the player of the game to Tobias Harris. He played around. Well, Joel put up 29 and 18 again. I mean, yeah, in, 40, in 49 minutes. Tobias Harris put up 26, 11, and 3 in 25. Yeah, but he didn't go 14 and 16 from the foul line and dominate the middle. I, know. I mean, I know. I he, take, he takes the game over. He takes the game over. He, he is the X factor out there. These are the kind of games that last year we lose with Brett, but I can just see it with Doc already. When we're within four, five, six points either way, Doc is a great coach and knows how to pick apart a game and chunk it out in the minutes. Well, he also knows what guys need to be on the floor at what times. So. Well, that's what it is. He, he, he doesn't play like – and smart coaches do it. It's like, all right, we're down six. Let me get two good minutes out of this unit, cut it to three. And I'll tell you what, this is the second game – I know it's only four games in, but this is the second game where Seth Curry – what we have didn't have last year, a guy who can go out there in a key pivotal moment of the game and just deflate the other team with now a he shot. Some big shots, but he Danny deflated Green the Raptors. Danny Green had big shots too. Danny yeah. Green's that, is that same well, he's player. He's another one. He's another one yes. that just can do it. That's why we're one. We're one. Joel needs one more legitimate score because you know what? If Toby could do this every night, I'd feel good about this team with how it is. But yeah. I don't think Toby can give us 26 a night. And that's yeah. what we need. We need Joel to give us 30 a night. That's his game now. He's that good. But we need another guy to give us 25, 30, and that's Harden. And, and that what it sucks is, but what sucks is it's, we got to give up Ben to get him. And that's the reality. We got to give up Ben and Tobias, I think. It's, it's nah. Ben and somebody else. Now, nah, it'll be like, no, nah, it's going to be Ben and picks. They don't want anybody else. It's Ben, you know, maybe a Thibel, maybe. And you know what? We win that. We win in that draft. Then, or we win in that guys hold on. Some guys hold on to picks. I don't think Maury does really. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's really a matter of do we think Ben's ever going to shoot? Because if he, if he decides to shoot when he gets here, Danny, Danny Green called, call, kind of called him out on it the other night after the Cleveland game. It was, um, he basically said it, you know, I mean, he, he didn't like completely throw him under the bus, but someone asked him about Ben's, you know, development and his skill set and stuff. And, and he, he flat out made it abundantly clear. He said, you know, 
he needs to learn how to be comfortable with things that he's not like he needs to learn how to trust his his skills that he's not comfortable with yeah because danny green don't give a shit he's been in the league 15 years he sees that in practice and he probably just sees it. it's like listen the guy's got it but he don't got it when it's game time i see yeah. you know and so Danny don't give a fuck if Ben gets mad at that because it's and this is a guy who's been in th- with the team for five minutes. You know? Yeah, and and it, but it, 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 I mean it's evident that it's just like he's it's not it's not an ugly shot. He's not, he's not incapable. It's not like you know because a lot of guys I've been hearing more and more are call call him the uh, like the national guys are like he's basically a six foot ten Rondo. Yeah, he's a guy well, that and well Jim Lon- and Jimmy Lineham on the on the pregame he he had an interesting analogy he said that uh he said i love russell uh russell westbrook he goes he's one of the most he's like one of the most competitive guys you'll ever see in the league uh, that the league's ever seen and he goes but his shooting percent his field goal percentage doesn't doesn't really support that you know what i mean like on paper but he's the first guy on the court that will he has the confidence to just grip it and rip it just grip it and rip it. And he said, and he said, and it works for him. He's made a career out of it. And, you know, he's, he's just, it's, it's just getting that confidence to go out there and just, and just, you know, have, have that develop that comfort, you know? And, and Lionel said, he goes, if, if Ben Simmons shot the ball with in the same mindset that Russell Westbrook has his entire career, he goes, I guarantee you Ben Simmons will have a, will shoot the ball with a better field goal percentage than than than, uh, than Westbrook um, because he's he just has a better shot. It's we, just like he has the mechanics. We've all seen it. It looks good. I mean, it's not the it's not a it's not a Steph Curry shot, but it's it's so better than. Why isn't he doing it? Is because he's just he hasn't been pushed. He has not been pushed and. He and you know what? Some guys have have it, and and some guys don't. And that's what I'm starting to think is like I think we've seen what what Ben Simmons is. Like I'm really starting to believe that. Like I'm really starting to believe that this is this is what Ben Simmons is. And you know, can we make it work with Ben? Maybe, but I don't think we're developing the way that we're looking to develop this roster and keep Joel Embiid here and. Um, I, I I just don't think the pieces fit with Ben here. Like I don't understand. We're we're like th- again three more years, and it's like this guy just won't shoot. It's like yeah, no. I I think I think Ben Simmons. It's like it's how, what what year is he in now? Is this his fourth year, fifth year? Fourth. Yeah, I mean, this is you're getting to the point where like you know what a player is, and you know unless they make drastic strides you know, in the off season and work diligently at perfecting. And we've seen guys do it throughout the years. I mean, we've seen, you know, I mean, look, this is like, you know, in no way the right comparison, but guys like LeBron James, who were not good shooters, you know, early on in their career, but had diligently worked at it to become a much better shooter and effective shooter. And look, Look at what it's done for his for his career. You know what I mean? I mean, I, it's just these guys either want it or they don't. You know, and and you know, Giannis is going to be, be become another guy like that too. You know, unless he diligently works at evolving some of the skill sets where he lacks, 
Giannis is, is not going to look so dominant uh, that much longer. You know, he's just not going to be viewed as a as a great player. He's going to be a star. I mean, I think Ben Simmons is a star. He definitely is. He's a he's a star player. He's not a superstar. Like superstar status, I think gets thrown around way way too casually now in the NBA. Games. I mean, it's there's it, like four superstars in the league. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You've got you've got a lot of good, very good players, and then you've got, like you said, yeah. John, you've got that elite tier level player, and I think there were a lot more of them in years past. But now, I, I just I I, and I think the way the league is going, and, and it's just I just don't I just don't see that caliber of player, you know, consistently throughout the league. You know, like we would sit here and say, like, you know, in a normal night. You know, Joel last last three games uh, minus the one that he didn't play. But okay, great numbers. But like exactly you're saying, when when Joel Embiid's cold, who's that guy? Who's going to be that next guy? Oh my god, yeah, no one. Like, and that's drove me crazy the other night. That's not going to win you an NBA uh, an NBA playoff uh, series, right? I mean, that's not going to you know. you know, we we'll go back to teams like the Warriors. There was Steph when Steph was cold. Clay was hot. Yep. You know, when Clay and Steph were cold, there was Draymond. Bagging Draymond with, stepped it up. I mean, like, or, or, or you had pivotal role players coming off the bench, like Iguodala. You exactly. know, guys that that they had that depth. Now I think the Sixers are starting to get that depth. They're starting ben to develop a, la- a layer of 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 players that can contribute. Right. Yeah. But what I think that we're starting to really lack see now is. The Ben and Joe show, I just don't think the way that they're starting to construct everything else, one of them is going to have to go. And I think that it became abundantly clear to me. Again, I know third game into the season, short off season. I get all that, but whenever, but we saw it. We saw it last season. We saw it in seasons past. When Joel Embiid is out with a stiff back, a sore knee, a stomach virus, whatever it is, this team. Cannot get it. There is no one stepping up. There is no one. St- there. Tobias Harris is getting paid to be the guy to st- to when he's at the third. You know, he's the third guy up. You know, on the on the on the ladder, and Joel Embiid's out. He's not stepping up to the second level. You know, yeah. like and Ben's not stepping up to that first level. And I don't think I don't care who Ben Simmons plays with or what team he lands on. He's never going to be that guy. Like I just don't see it. I don't it's, see it in him. Switch is not going to just automatically. It's get not going to turn. He's going to be if like he, a, if he doesn't a, have the confidence to shoot a jump shot, he does. He's not going to have. He's not. He doesn't have what it takes to just stone cold switch that that Mamba mentality on to take over a game. And but we've seen it time and time again with Joel Embiid when this team needs a a jolt and needs someone to just step up and take over a game. And sway the momentum. Joel Embiid has proven it multiple times, but he needs another guy that can will be able to do it with help him. And if that means trading Ben Simmons to get James Harden, do the deal, Daryl. Do the deal. I mean, we had it. Look what happened. When we had Jimmy Butler. You know, there was that guy there that could take over a game. Look at what happened when we had Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid. We were yeah. four bounces away from, uh, you know, a possibly going to a final because I I truly believe 
if that ball didn't go in and we won that game somehow and we advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals, we would have we would have beat the Bucks and we would have we would have been in the NBA Finals. What did the and the Bucks got Drew Holiday? Like they had Drew Holiday this year, which I don't understand why everyone's got their got their you know they beat the Heat by fifty tonight. I don't understand. I just don't understand what Drew Holiday does. No Jimmy though, Bill. No, I know. That's still embarrassing for a team like that. Pat Riley's going to lose his shit. I mean, the Clippers well, lost the other night by a lot too. You know, but, that's that's the other thing. That's Riley. the other thing too. Where like I, you know, I look at how how poorly the Sixers played the other night, but look at all the other teams that got a a a a, a, a worse whooping that night. That were that were good teams. You know, it was just a weird night for the for the league. Like the Clippers got the got taken out to the woodshed. Uh, you know, teams that were supposed to dominate. It was. It's just been a weird start to the NBA. It's, just it's been really weird. simple. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, it's. I'm looking at it now. It's black and white. Joel, 29-16, four assists and fourteen okay. of sixteen from the free throw line. It's yeah. a simple recipe in the NBA. You need two superstars to win a championship. Joel is a bona fide superstar. Yeah. That's that's not debatable. He needs a second person. Ben's not a superstar. No. That's it. Joel, I, mean, I, uh, I think he, I would argue that he's a star. I don't think he's a superstar yet. You got, you got, you got. He, has, he has, he has, he has superstar. He's superstar pedigree, though, John. He's got, a, he's got a potential to be there. He's not there yeah. yet. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you win a couple of MVPs like Giannis, and like, okay, then you know, now we're talking. Giannis is Giannis to me is is the, the most the most fucking fugazi MVP yeah. in the history of the MVP. Of the I think Giannis has hit his ceiling. I think Giannis is he's got he he's he's gonna you're gonna see regression from him because Bill and I have talked about it. It's just teams have figured him out in the postseason. Like they just know good teams that are coached well. They know how to shut him down. They know how to shut him down. It's, and it's, and I don't understand what a Drew Ho- what Milwaukee thinks a Drew Holiday is going to do to drastically. And you know what? I might be eating humble pie. You know, uh, a the other situation months, they got guys that are very good with him, like Chris Chris Middleton, the very underrated player. He's an All Star, but he's like a Ben Simmons. He's that second, probably third tier star. Well, where where Giannis doesn't have another guy. Like the only team in the East is really the Nets with two stars. You could argue the Heat, but and then the Celtics, but they're kind of they play more team basketball, like where their rosters are just more complete and coached well. Where you know in the NBA, you can have a mediocre. I mean, the Lakers, the roster was mediocre at best, but they had Davis and LeBron. I mean, that's and then when yeah. finals, but Bill, they they come on, they they had their bench. Their bench was deep. They Please, deep they they were they're mediocre. They're, oh, LeBron and Anthony Davis won the championship. They had role players that did their job, yes, but not one of those players is really back contributing this year. A couple guys, right? Because they, they replenished the farm. No, they, they actually they actually upgraded. I think they have to replenish the farm because they're not worth keeping. They, they all it's those not guys not are, are not worth. What I'm saying is they evaluate talent well. They have Kuzma is a really core is a is a core piece for them. Like Caldwell Pope is a core piece for them. But other than that, I mean, look at Dwight's gone, Rondo's gone, Morris. Well, Morris is hurt. I think he'll be. Oh, I forget if he's gone or hurt. He's uh, still there. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, guys that guys that ate up a lot of minutes last year. That that Caruso kid. I think he's gone. I'm pretty no, he's sure. Still there is he? So I mean, like Caruso came in. 
you know, like he gave a little bit of spark. Uh, Avery Bradley, who they had on the team, but op- he opted out after COVID, I think. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't. He didn't go to the bubble. He, he left the team, but he didn't go to so the bubble. Danny Green. They had Danny Green. Granted, that's a big loss. It's a starter loss. Right. Uh, Not a starter loss. Uh, McGee and um, the uh, Dwight Howard, who we have. Um, yeah, but they but they got Dennis Schroeder, which I would have loved the six. Oh, Schroeder, Montrez Harrell. Schroeder is a yeah. Is no, I'm saying they're. I'm saying they got better this year. But again, all those guys are just guys. Like they're not they're, like they don't win you. Sh- they they get you to playoffs when you ha- like you put them on this team and they're the and they're the same players. Those you know, are guys that fill your bench. That when LeBron and AD come out, can get you twelve points and keep the lead going. You know, maybe chip at a deficit. Those that's are any NBA bench is for. They just have a they have a normal NBA. Yeah, bench. no, no, but this guy, I don't they're, know. They're I, I Marcus Marcus is not normal coming off the bench. Marcus All right, he's another one. I forgot. I, I, I was trying to go back to last year. I'm look, saying last year though. Oh, you, last year, yeah, no, last year, last year, they didn't have anybody that was. They didn't have a six man of the year. They didn't have a guy off the bench who. Leads in three point. They they had all just guys that every year you can sign, and that and that's what it is. Because if they play well and you win a championship, guys pay you like we paid Danny Green. Guys yeah. paid Rondo. Guys paid high, like. And I get that they're they're good players, but they're all just NBA level players, and that's what a good team do is. But well, they also got lucky with the, with and the Clippers. Every year, with the I mean, Clippers. we didn't get this year. Well, you know, I mean, with Danny Green and Seth Curry, with their Amori, good GMs just find guys you bring in for two, three years or a year. And you just get pieces around your best players. And the reality is, is uh, show me one championship in the last 20 years where there weren't two bona fide superstars. Well, they also got lucky with the Clippers imploding the way that they did. They would have beat the Clippers. How about the Pistons? Ben Wallace. Team basketball. Ben Wallace is a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's no Draymond Green, but he's a Hall of Famer. (laughs) No, but I mean, like, I mean – the, the true, true team basketball. I mean, you come on. Yeah, you it, it you, you have five very, very, very good players. But ser- in all seriousness, like Ben Wallace and Chauncey Billups, compared to uh, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, not even close. Comparing Ben Wallace and Chauncey Billups to uh, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, not even close. It's not. But when you throw in Rip Hamilton and Tayshawn Prince, right. that's what I'm saying. Total team. Total team Team of team of good basketball players win win that won that championship. Not two guys. Your your question was in the last twenty years. Show me a team that didn't have two superstars. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. The Dallas Mavericks. Dirk. And that's it. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. I don't. Yeah, but, but your your arguments for. I mean, he's not. You know, like okay, he was on the back end of his back end of his career at that point. Still was their starting point guard and averaging <laughs> triple doubles in those playoffs. And the reality is, is the Pistons. I could still argue that the Pistons have had that team had Rip Hamilton, maybe one of the most underrated players in NBA. Chauncey Billups, probably once again, probably better. He's better than Steph Marbury. He right, was better than none of them are superstars. Um, all right, so all right, here's another. Here's a, here's another one. Here's another one. Here's a spurt. Here's another one. You can argue. This is this is arguable. This is arguable. Yeah, the first, the first, the first Warriors championship. 
Were those guys considered superstars? Oh, Steph and Clay were. I Steph, mean, was the were they at that point star. though? I don't I think, think Steph were. was considered a superstar at that point. He was they, considered they an all star, right. but he wasn't. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. You know, considered like an elite superstar player at that point. They became that that year though. They both averaged thirty a game. Like that's what superstars do. After I would say after that championship, that kind of cemented their their superstar status. They, they they built their they, they I just their, remember that year everyone being like where did this team come from like, they, this they team kind of came out of nowhere the year before Mark Jackson they they weren't too out of left field couldn't I you mean, argue that the Spurs are also like other than Tim Duncan great but like Tony Parker Monty Ginobili Tony Parker and Ginobili are Hall Tony of Fame they're Hall of Famers okay <laughs> we're we're comparing now you're going to Hall of Famers to superstars. Well, they're the same thing, John. You don't make the Hall of Famer if you're not a superstar. Then maybe one Hall of Famer is not a superstar. Please. Dennis Robin. He's a, are you kidding me? He's the best rebounder and defender in He's history. He's one of best. the biggest superstars in NBA history. Are you uh, listen, you're ridiculous? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna drive the shit out of you and bring a team. Great okay, great defender, great rebounder, not a great scorer. It doesn't matter. He didn't have to score. Okay, you wouldn't – when I think a superstar, superstar is a guy you build your team around. That's okay. a superstar. He's a franchise player. Dennis Rodman's not a franchise player. Dennis Rodman is a very excellent basketball player who won a lot of championships and played for a lot of great teams. So he, is Draymond Green a superstar? No. Okay. He's not a superstar. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, but I mean like – I mean we can we can have that discussion, but – I mean, just because you're in the Hall of Fame doesn't make you a superstar. Yo, speaking of Hall of Famers, yo, R.I.P. Casey Jones. R.I.P. Casey Jones. Died on Christmas. John, you know who I'm talking about. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, well, he's a well-renowned Celtic. Celtics. You know, yeah. you know like um, Larry Bird, Danny Ainge, Kevin McHale. I wouldn't say that other than Larry Bird, Danny Ainge and Kevin McHale aren't superstars. You know, Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley. Charles Barkley's a superstar. Cedric Savalas? No. Said no. Is that, that, bl- that blindfold, that, that blindfold dunk? But, that but you blindfold know, dunk? I, I see where you're coming from, Bill, and talking about superstars, especially yeah, yeah, in, in today's game, you know, going back 20 years, I mean, I think we can argue a little bit, but you know, it goes back to this current team and you go, okay, who are the superstars? Okay. You say Joel, I, I Joel, I'm kind of like, Joel would be, would change my mind more if every night I knew he could get 29 11, but depends on how he shows up. You know what I mean? How he feels. And, and that, where I would argue with you differently is his availability because he creased career 24 game, Career regular season, 28 a game. I mean, that's pretty fucking consistent. Look, if someone would just right, – But when you're playing 40 games a season – If like, someone would that's just – I agree, John. That's where I agree. You got to do at least 60, 65 games. Right. At least 60, 65. 20 if, games you can miss. I get it. Be ready for the playoffs. If he, but, would, just and, eat, if he would just eat a salad or two, you know, we would no, be – No, I want him eating steak. I want him to get bigger. Protein, baby. I want him to get bigger, and I know everyone says spinach. Well, then spinach. Everyone says his, everyone says his like his feet can't hold the the weight, but I'm like he should he should have bulked up the same way that uh, Shaq did between Orlando and the Lakers. 
And he should have got beefy. He would be unstoppable. Oh, he's beefy, all right. It's just the wrong kind of beef. What? I wouldn't be as I wouldn't be as upset when he's when he's walking down the court if he was down the block all the time, battling and getting his points. But again, he's scoring twenty five points, average twenty eight. What is he? Twenty eight of game. Like yeah. I'm not gonna kill him now. But like if we go back to the same song and dance, where like you're saying, Bill, he doesn't play. You know, thirty games. He's sitting out playoff games. Yeah, then I'm like, come on, we 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 gotta. I agree. Best availability, best ability is availability, and he's clear. No, I mean, you don't come into the league as a, a, with with a, a uh, comparisons to Lajuan. Like they don't just say like the guys don't get comparisons like that willy nilly. But everybody said the same thing. It's you got to be on the court to do it. And he's proven that last year he was able to do it. This year, starting off okay. I mean, the back thing that's always going to pop up. I mean, that's just back-to-back shit. You know, they didn't want him playing. And, and I, I'm okay with that. It, 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 it didn't want him playing back-to-backs. I, I mean, it's annoying as a fan, but long-term, I don't mind that. It's not annoying to me if we have a roster that can step up and, and still we, beat a dog-shit team like the Cavaliers. I agree. I agree. Or at well, least be competitive. We lose by a bucket, not 20. Oh, here's ben Sim- our superstar Ben Simmons, 11 points, 3 for 11. And 13 rebounds and seven assists. On paper, that looks good. That looks borderline triple double. He played but to me good. that block at the end of the game. He played. He, he, I don't even think he blocked that ball, Bill. I don't even I, think he blocked. He changed that, that shot, dude. He's seven foot coming at you. He changed that shot. Can I uh, ask a question about a trade? Would you Would you consider it? What I consider all trades. Do you consider a a Tobias Harris, which I don't think you're going to get this for him, or even a Ben for a Russell Westbrook? No, no. Nah, there's only one. Ba- there's only one basketball. He fucks up. He, he's Ben Simmons. He fucks up spacing for Joel, but he's somebody that will shoot and miss. That's the problem. <laughs> like, yeah, we need someone who will shoot and make it. Like, about, about like a Bradley Beal. Yeah, hundred thousand percent, thousand percent. Bradley Beal and Bradley Beal's got that thug in him, that swag that I think like people in Philly would fucking. It would be infectious. And he's a sniper. He's a sniper. He's a, he's a killer. He's a killer in a heartbeat, but Washington loves him. He hasn't. I know with everything that happened with John Wall, like they they chose to keep him. Keep him. Yeah, they were smart. They were smart. Dude, it's hard to leave when these teams, dude. When they give you, I mean, he's on a max deal there. I mean, they're paying him like thirty something, thirty eight million or whatever. When teams pay you that and treat you like royalty, and even though you're not winning and guys want to win, it's really tough to walk away from that because. No matter, like nobody treats you like a team you get drafted by. Like it's just you, know, you hear guys say it all the time, and a lot of these guys like maybe you come from broken homes. Like they have like a family there now. It sounds corny, but like guys like him, it's you know. I mean, I mean, look at Dame Lillard. You know, he 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 could have been a Laker if he really pushed for it, or or on the like he could have got out of there. But yeah. like you know what? It's my family. They drafted me. They paid me. I want to be here. Like I can't. He's another him. one I would love to have, like, oh, like a, a Dame Lillard type player, because he's I a guy it. who can just. Why. I love Dame Lillard. He can kick. Like he can kick it into another gear, man. We need that. We need that guy that like can just kick it into another gear, and just be like, "Fuck this shit." We're we, you know we we're not losing this game. Well, I know? think that's why your point guard should should be that guy. Your James Harden, your your Bradley Beal, you know, and I I think I'm trying to think of another guy who, you know, Devin Booker, but those are guys you really you probably can't get. Like Bradley Beal, I think you could call, pick up the phone, and ask. 
But like the fact that they traded John Wall, like I don't even understand how Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook work as a team. They're not. I'm gonna have to watch the game. But like I think Westbrook had like a good game tonight. I don't know what Bradley Beal lost to the Bulls, dude. The Bulls are like one of the worst teams in the league. They lost to the Bulls at him. Right. But all right, let's you know four games in the season. That might hey man, that might hey, we get to like borderline all-star break, you know, and and Daryl's, you know, picking up that phone. It might be, you know, it might be (laughs) the the District of Columbia might be uh, you know. Um, in need of uh, Bradley a you know, points. Uh, he might want out. He might want out at that point. The you know, only play, what's his yeah, contract I, situation? Is he, he is he unrestricted or? Nah, what? he just got paid. He just he's got locked a, up, right? Yeah, he's locked up. So, but so is Tobias. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're on the similar deal. Yeah, but why would you give up Bradley Bill for Tobias Harris? I mean, it's, yeah, no, I don't get it. I don't, right, I don't, so, I don't understand. I mean, like, like, there's other guys out there, like, okay, is a guy who wanted out um, Oladipo. Like, he's a guy. I love Oladipo. Guys like him, Zach Levine, keep an eye on. I love him, like Zach Levine. Like, he's somebody, him and Ben, but, like, he's somebody maybe you don't have to give up Ben to be with. So, you maybe give up a Toby and a Maxi or a Thibel, like a young guy you really like, but that can get you Zach, Ben, and Joel together. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot, those three. Because Zach's a willing shooter and he's a point guard. I don't. I don't see Zach taking over a game though. No, look, dude, look at this thing. He he put up fifty points like multiple against us last year, multiple times. Dude, Zach Levine is one of the most underrated like scorers, like because he's on a shitty Bulls team that nobody gets to see play. YouTube, if you're bored, YouTube some Zach Levine shooting. All right, like, but do you see do you see Ben Simmons playing 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 good with? Hundred percent. They're good buddies. They 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 train in the off season. All right, and that's perfect for Ben. Because now he has another shooter that's willing to chuck it. He's a gunner, and then he also fast breaks and jumps to the ceiling. Obviously, he's a great dunker. You know, so it's I I I, I think that's something more. Keep our eye on a guy like that. If we don't want, if Ben looks good and like we're like, because basically, if we're like going through forty games, saying we're like twenty and twelve, he ain't trading Ben. I'm telling you that right now. Ben, no, like, I you know and. And I listen. I like Ben Simmons. I've always been a Ben Simmons guy, but I just I'm starting to really, I'm starting to really qu- question his future. Like as just as a player in general. Like I just y- you look at his numbers on paper, it looks good. But is I feel it, and I don't know if this is going to come across the right way or how I say it, but it's like it's just weird of how I'm starting to view. His impact to this team, I almost feel like, yeah, he gets his triple double or his borderline triple double, but I almost feel like it does more bad than good for the team. Like the way he goes about getting his 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 numbers, it doesn't it doesn't help the team. It doesn't help the team that his player the players around him, his teammates, or anything. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to describe it any other way. I just. I feel like it's a very ugly way to get good numbers in basketball. I just. He's, he's quiet. I. I you no, know, you I, can be quiet. It's just. I just don't feel like the way he goes. He goes and gets his, but it. it, it we could you, lose. We could lose as a result. Yeah. Yeah. Like we can I, lose, I, I would lose as a result to how, how Ben Simmons gets his numbers. Like he goes out and plays well and gets his numbers, but we could lo- ultimately lose the game because of it. 
I would disagree in the sense that this. I think this city is desensitized to how good he is night in, night out. I don't think you average basically a triple-double without being a guy who plays hard every night. He, are, he most nights plays the guards the best offensive player on the other team. He is our best ball handler. And again, I, he has deficiencies. I have 100%. He is not a perfect player. But I, I really feel, man, he's, 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 he's what, 25? Like, yeah, he's man. a good player, but I just, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just, I just have this really horrible feeling that he's not. I don't know. It's, it's hard. He's not going to, this is it. This is it. This is, he, this is his ceiling. And he doesn't want to do anything to, to, to lengthen that ceiling. You know what I mean? Well, I just I mean, don't see it. As far as the shooting, but the, the reality is this is his, this is his fourth year playing his first three years. He's, he's won. Made it out of the first round twice his first two years. Last year, he didn't play in the playoffs. He's been on a team that's won 50 games that he's been the point guard of. Two years last year, we would have been a 48-win team. So, again... I mean, maybe maybe to your point, Bill, and I understand it's completely understandable that maybe I'm just desensitized. I'm just, like, blind to it because I'm too close to it. Well, because 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 his his glaring need, and I get why you feel that way, because we felt that way with Markel. And look at Markel now. He said that text. Come on, let's not let's not anoint him MVP of the league yet. Okay, I don't even think it's I don't even think it's that, Bill. I don't even think it's his shooting. I just think that like, okay, he doesn't shoot the basketball. Fine, you score enough points without shooting the basketball. You're 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 a twenty two point a night game or a guy like like not shooting a jump shot. That's fine, but like. Some of these, he go his decision making at driving to the rim. It just some of his decision making and like the lack of touch that he has when he's at the rim. It infuriates me. It just infuriates me. And maybe that's just me being like again too close. I watch every single second of every single game. I'm just too I'm too numb to it now. And like maybe if I move to Cleveland or. Memphis and didn't watch the Sixers for like two years and then came back and watched the Sixers again, I would, I would have a completely different outlook on it. But like, I just, I just feel like he should be, there are so many things about his game that I, I thought w- would have gotten better by now that haven't, they just haven't, they well, haven't look, gotten better. Look at, even, look at even a bad example, but look at a guy like Markel Fultz is, is a good one. Look at a guy like Lonzo Ball, you know, Guy who came into the league had a really trashy jump shot. Yeah, and and look where it is. Lonzo Ball the other night looked like he had he was had a smooth stroke. I'm not anointing Lonzo or Markel Fultz as as no, super. I see what you mean. I see but, what you mean. But exactly like at least they've done something, and you'd be like, wow, his jump shot looks different, or wow, he's going to the rack a little bit more. Wow, look at his free throws, and look how much he's he's improved. And I think I think that's where your head is at, Matt. With with a lot of this on Ben Simmons is like it's the same thing year after year with him. And like, it's eerily similar to the Carson Wentz saga. Yes. It's like, it, and I think to even to, to go to wrap it around a bill's point is Philly's kind of sick and tired of it. Like we get, we get very bored very easily. I get it though. Like if you're not going to shoot fine, you're scoring enough points without shooting a basketball. But is, that's but a good, that's a else. good problem to have. But where else are you going to get better? You're yeah. just like, where else? Like then, be a better leader. 
be a better, you know what I mean? Have less I, don't see, I don't see any of that. I don't see any of it. I don't see any of it. And, I, and you know what? Maybe I'd give you some slack if we, we were in the Easter Conference Finals back-to-back years. Well, he, we, no, we got you know, swept in the first round of the fucking playoffs by Boston. But let's give these guys some slack. Kevin Durant didn't win shit till he was 27. LeBron, forget LeBron, no fucking guy won shit in the NBA till they're 27, 28, 29. Yeah, but Kevin Durant kept getting chance. better. Kevin Durant kept getting better. Every year you would see, like, this dude hasn't even, hasn't even hit a ceiling yet. And Kevin Durant had to team up. Same thing with LeBron, had to team up. They all had to team up with somebody. Yeah, I mean, I... I mean, I don't know what else Ben has to do when he's like first team all defense in the NBA. He averages a triple double, but he's not getting better. Like another award, great, great. I think you guys are just like hating on him to hate on him. No, I'm not hating on him to hate on him. Again, I'm saying this because I I like Ben Simmons. I just I'm starting to not. I'm just I'm going down a road now where I just again I think I'm just like to you. To your point, Bill, I think I'm just too close to it. I, I, I think just, it is. And, and I think the fact that Harden is being toyed with him, those two trading positions, warps our minds subconsciously that, man, we can have Harden over Ben Simmons. When the reality is, it's again, it's four games, but we're three and one. Just beat the Raptors. We haven't lost a home game in like literally a calendar year. We're a great home team. We got denied that in the playoffs, which sucked for us. And Ben got hurt, which was a really big down. Yeah, but so did the Celtics. So I don't even want to. I don't even want to hear that. Keep Ben and send fucking Joel to Houston and give me James Harden. How about that? Because then in a year or two, I can fucking send Ben Simmons out of here as well. And now I now I saw James Harden. You bring up a good point, John. I thought about that. I thought about that in length too. Because think of that scenario: you send Joel, right? Then you you still got a guy in Ben Simmons who plays like pretty much every game. You know, barring injury, you know, like serious injury. I mean, the only time Joe or Ben Simmons has sat out of a game is when he's legitimately fucking hurt, like hurt, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like the, the way – the possibilities of him facilitating the ball to a, a cold-blooded uh, scorer like James Harden, I don't know. It's kind of scary to think about. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just. But I just deep. don't see. I'm, but I just don't see the reason why I think that we we have to trade Ben over jo- Joel is if if James Harden gets hurt for any reason or, or or something happens where he has to sit out for a length of time, we have no one to take over the team. Like Ben Simmons cannot lead a team. He just can't. I don't see it. I do not see it. I don't no, see it. I don't think, he, we, I, I don't think he's can be your best player, but Joel is our best player. And I'm not trying to say I don't want James Harden for Ben, but I, I don't see how we can say we hasn't progressed when the guy's 24 and he was literally voted the fourth best defender in the whole NBA. Now, Jesus Christ, what the, what, what's the kid got to do to be the fourth best defender in the entire NBA at age 24? And he was only beaten by Anthony Davis and Giannis. And we're shitting on this guy like – I don't know. And I'm not saying you guys, but just like as a fan base, it's like, we're done with Ben. We're done with Ben. This is his fourth year in the league. He's 24 years old. I get it. He's not shooting, but uh, I, I don't know. I guess maybe I had the fan goggles on with, with these guys too. But it, uh, but to me, they've won 50 games twice with him on the team. 
He got hurt in the playoffs, which sucks. Last year was a shit year. I don't think we were beating LeBron with him anyway, so it, it doesn't matter. But And I agree. I think we probably have to trade him for James, and I would still do that. Like, Don't get me wrong. I would still make that deal. But I think I, I think the reality is is Ben Simmons is – I could sit here and argue until blue in the face – a top 25 player in the NBA. Yeah, he's a very good player. He's just not a great but player. I'm saying a top 25. There's 30 teams yeah. in the NBA, and he's yeah. arguably a top player. I mean, like, he's a, like these guys don't grow on trees. Like, we, we, he's him and Joel are our best players, other than Jimmy Butler, since Iverson. I mean, hands down. Hands down, there are two best players since Iverson. Yeah. So, like, we're not a franchise that just has this storied history of drafting guys and or trade, getting guys to come here. It's like, so that's why it's just so crazy. So what's your ceiling, Bill? Like, he, you say he's 24, he's all defense, he's got accolades, great, wonderful, all-stars, honky-dory, more stuff to put in the, into the, uh, the, the case in the basement. But what, like three years from now, the same Ben Simmons, same song and dance? Okay. No, you're- I, I, I want to give Joel and, and, and Ben their, their full ride together and with a good coach like Doc. I want to see what Doc can do. And a real GM like Daryl Morey who – who within weeks in a pandemic got Seth Curry, Danny Green, Dwight Howard, improved his bench, drafted Maxi. Like I want to have Ben. I feel Ben and Joel haven't had a real roster since the Jimmy Butler day. They had it for they had it for for three months. They had a real roster, and they almost went to the finals. Almost went to the conference finals, and, and it took Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, and Sakam and Gasol, arguably. A team that won the championship to beat us in game seven on a bounce. That's where my thinking is with Ben and Joel. Give these guys pieces and they can and let's see what they can do. And then if in two and three years, well they probably won't want to be here if we don't win. So that's what I'm saying. I'm okay with trading Ben for James Harden. But I just like I think we're under we underappreciate what he is because he doesn't shoot, in my opinion. And maybe I'm wrong, but you I don't, don't know. think that he should shoot? Oh, I do hundred percent. I think I, I I think it hurts our offense. I agree with Matt. It's maddening when he drives to the lane and doesn't know what to do. He just like stops and then throws the ball back out to the three point line. It's like, why do you even drive, dude? It was just a waste. Like, and I get that. Like, he's not a perfect player by any means, but I. But I, sorry. But I just think that he he still like. I guess I don't know. My hope is that Doc can crack that that shell. But if Doc can't do it, too, and that's I think the reality is, is I think if Doc can't get him shooting in twenty thirty games, he's gone. I don't think Darren Moore is going to put up with that. I, I, I would going to know that this is his peak value. Trade him now. He's 24. You can, you can sell his upside to any team in the league, obviously the Rockets. And because if, if in 30 games playing for Doc, he's still driving their lane, like Matt said, driving and then doesn't know what to do with those ball back out to the three-point line, you're not going to be a sixer for long because Darren Moore is in win-now mode because Joel has two to three years of good health left, and this is when we got to go for it all. Well, that, that's where I kind of flip flop and go, well, you know, maybe, you know, I was texting with somebody earlier and I'm like, maybe, maybe Joel's the guy to get out of here. No, no. Maybe he's, he's, he's 30 and 15 a game. You don't replace that. And like, he, take, he can take over a game. I he mean, goes, he's, he, he's he tonight. I mean, I mean, he's someone I will say we're numb to his 30 a night. I mean, he's, he, he's, he hits foul shots. He plays defense. Yes, he gets hurt. Yes, he's clunky. But Jesus God, the, the guy is just a monster. He can do it all. And I, I mean, with I, I, I have a we got rid of him as Vucevic. <laughs> oh my God! No, 
You had the first. Oh God! You gotta be kidding me. You had the first. We had the first Joel Embiid. It was Vucevic. He doesn't get hurt. Uh, it's elective. Larry Brown. Listen, Larry Brown fucked this franchise. Oh no, that was Dougie Collins. That, that was, was Doug, Doug Collins. Doug Collins. Doug Collins fucked this franchise. Doug up. Collins pulled, hit, hit, pulled a ripcord on everyone. He did. He fucking sit shipped everybody. Lou Williams. See you, Lucy. We don't. We don't want Lou Williams. He got rid of of everybody. I just kind of still, you know, from a a former big man, as I like to call myself, I just – seeing a big man like that, like in the league that the NBA is now, it's not a big man league. It's not a big – Well, Doc even said that before the game. He said it's it's weird. It's just a weird thing to think about. In a league of how of how Joel Embiid is valued as a big man in a in a league that doesn't value big men as much anymore, you know, it's like thanks Steph that, for that. Well, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that can shoot the shoot the three, but yeah, but he he was he kind of he's the archetype. He's one of he yeah he's one of them. I mean, yeah. you never saw guys come over half court and fire shots like like. Like you see guys now, though it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, a gunslinger league, and I, I, I will stand here and I will say I get it that he puts up you know twenty and ten a game or whatever he's averaging. But, but if you gave me, you're gonna laugh. But if you gave me Dwight Howard, Ennis Cantor, Aaron Baines, and another, give me a four that's decent. I'll make up those points. All right, John. Then why didn't James Harden win this with in the Rockets? He had that in the Rockets. He had Clint Capella, Eric Gordon, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, and he couldn't get past teams with what? Big men who play defense. The playoffs are a different beast. The Lakers won because they had Anthony Davis, the best big man in the league, JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard that owned the paint. They Anthony beat Davis up. is going to be the best up. player in the league in two years. He best is. player in the league two years, in two years. Probably this year. Probably this year, maybe. Um, or next year, tops. But they, I mean, look at it. If you went back and watched those games, the Lakers beat the shit out of the Heat in the paint. They fucked up Bam. They messed, they fucked up Leonard. Leonard couldn't do shit in the post. They owned the boards, and that's how they won. Like, they, they didn't shoot great. They also, they they also had, they had, ba- so Anthony Davis, I would argue, is not a big man. I know we would sit here and argue, like, the position he plays. This time. He's not a big guy. He, he's a tall, he's a tall player that plays outside. Mm, he's a uh, He's a power forward. He's a power forward. There's a reason. Know, there's a reason why he he he, 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 disrupts, why he disrupts a lot of shots defensively. That's fine, but he's not a big man because there's a reason why the starting five never had always had Dwight Howard or Javale McGee in it. He's not a he's not a big man. And you saw how he was a big man in New Orleans. He was the only guy. That's why he was the big man there. He, his game is not down low. Yes, he can play down low, but he's not a down low player. He isn't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of LeBron lobs to to Anthony Davis, and that's that's, that's, the, big, that's the big that's the big man game this uh, in the NBA now. It's the big man game. I agree. I, I, I agree, John. He's not a conventional big man like Joel. Oh, he's not a Patrick Joel. Ewing. He, oh, I, mean, no, I agree with that. I think you can make up for that in in two. I don't want to say average players, but two good players in that position. You bring up guys, your laugh. You you get, bring up guys like Draymond Green. You bring up guys like PJ Tucker, Clint Capella, uh, uh, Siakam, uh, Bam. The, like those guys are like 
they're not superstars, but they're average type players. Even I like Cantor. I, I still like Cantor. Um, yeah. and, and a Lopez brother. You know what I mean? Like you can you can fill in that big man down low guy all the time, and 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 fill out your exterior your backcourt with shooters or and, and scorers, and just have a who, have a guy superstars. Who are your two superstars? If you trade Joel, who's your second superstar? Because you can't say Ben. Well, if I, well, wait. Well, now, you, now you're changing the game. You're saying that we don't need Joel. You're saying that we could trade him. So, so, so I guess my question would be like, okay, if, if James Harden is the guy I want to build my team around and it's going to take Joe or Ben to get James Harden, mm-hmm. or is it just going to take Ben? I think I think just take Ben. No, I think it's, it's one or the other. It's one or the it's other. Ben. Okay. I mean, because I don't think Joe I, – I, I think Joe is 100% Goodbye, ben. Goodbye, Ben. Give me James. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So then I'm saying take Joel and get me get me somebody else. Get me – I'm thinking of a, a – a, I'm thinking of like a – you're going to laugh. Like a, like a – like a Brandon Ingram and 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 a and a, and a basic big man. Uh, 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 I'm 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 thinking We're down about, to one superstar. Then. Yeah, we're still down to no, one. It's not going to work, no. in my opinion. I, again, we're it, down it, to it, one. The right we're team down to together. One. You never know. You can't say never. I mean, but I I think you you guys say super. I'm superstar. I mean, what are we? I'm trying to get like two guys for one. I like, but I I, I think. Joe, you're not going to get Devin Booker for Joel Embiid. You're not, not going to get Damian Lillard for Joel Embiid. You're not going to get Bradley Beal for Joel Embiid. You might be able to get like a shit. Um, um, uh, we might be able to get Bradley Beal for Joel Embiid. Uh, I doubt That's it. Better than all these people you're naming. What's that? Joel Embiid's Joel Embiid as of right now is still better than Devin Booker. I like Devin Booker a lot, but Joel Embiid's a better basketball player than Devin Booker. Like Joel Embiid is a top. 10 to 12 NBA player. That's that's a fact. You, you can shake your head off you want, but that's a fact. He's well, and 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 he's he's valued he's valued that way around the league. Like not the, close to top 10 player, not even close. Okay, Nate, Nate, based on what what stats? The last three games. Uh, the last I'll say last three years. Say last three years. Absolutely not. Okay, well I just I disagree. I think when a guy averages 28 in. 12 and 8 like I, I think you're a pretty good player when you're the best center in the east and, and I don't you're know hurt and you're not playing 60 games a season it doesn't matter like that's great you're putting up stats great now he played uh, so he played he played over 60 games last year he played six, over 60 games last year? 17 played 63, 18 played 54, 19 played 51. Yeah, the, the bubble. The bubble. We only, they only played like 60-some games that season last year. He played the last three years. He played over 60 games, and he is 28 and 12 a game. Ah, I mean. So, so according to ESPN.com, for what it's worth, we've got the top 10 – NBA players for the 2020-21 season. Uh, we've got uh, the Joker, James Harden, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, Giannis, 
Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Now, for what it's worth. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I couldn't argue that. Okay, you, top 20? Okay, maybe. No, top I think... Okay, I think, maybe. I think Joel could be switched out for for Joker. You know? I, and I think he could switch out for Luca. Luca did this one year. One year. He had one good year. Now they're yeah, anointing him because he's a sexy player to be anointed. What yeah, did he do? No, I agree with that, too. I agree. There's two players here that he can probably swap out with. But again, you know, I mean, it's tit for tat. And I, I, my, my thing is it's just I still think it goes back to you need two superstars and whether Joel is a guaranteed one or, or plays like it consistently can be debated, but I mean, because of availability, I think that's something that you just don't let go off the roster. Like you want to build with that. And that's what I think we're going to do. I think push comes to shove. You ask me now, I think we're going to trade Ben for, for James at the all-star break time around that time. I think Daryl Morey is a very smart man. And so is doc rivers. And they're going to say, man, it's going to be tough to beat the Bucks and the Celtics in the playoffs in a half court set when we can't when when our point guard doesn't shoot the ball. So no. now now according to NBCSports.com, the top twenty NBA players right now, you've got Ben Simmons at eighteen and you've got Joel Embiid at seven. That's a great list. That's a fantastic list if I've ever seen one. So the total list is Zion Williamson at 20, Chris Middleton, Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, Rudy Gobert, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Jason Tatum, Carl Anthony Towns, which I think is bullshit. I think that's complete bullshit. This uh, is Jimmy Butler, Pascal Siakam, Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic, uh, Joel Embiid, the Joker, Anthony Davis, James Harden, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Giannis number one. Anybody that has LeBron James number three is an idiot. So yeah, yeah, that, that's Fugazi. pretty stupid. That's Fugazi there, yeah. And and where was Kevin Durant and Kyrie? Kevin was Kyrie didn't even sniff the list. Well, that's just fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, Carl, you have Carl Anthony Towns. And then and you, you got Luca over Dane Lillard. Lillard. Are you kidding and, me? And there's no Kevin Durant. Yeah, like come on, Kevin Durant's the second best player in the league behind LeBron. I mean, he's no, he's back this year. That's the thing that's um, worries me is how we're gonna beat the Nets. The Nets are gonna put up a lot of fucking points unless, every night. unless they don't get along. You no, know? I mean that's our best way to beat them is the implosion. Oh man, this looks this chick got her boobs out. So no, hello. How about uh, how about uh, how about the G League going in the bubble? Are they? Yeah. They're down in Orlando. Oh, no. John, she, John did you smart. open a window or something? I'm hearing, I'm hearing the ocean. Not me. You hear that? Now that's Jesse losing his mind for, talking, for us talking Sixers this night. <laughs> uh, it's my computer getting ready to take off. But, yeah, like, oh, do, do our listeners really care about an hour of Sixers discussion? Yeah. More than, more than some fucking stupid Alabama college player. That's not going to amount to nothing. <laughs> roll tide, roll tide, Jesse, roll tide. Hey, you know, there's another guy out there that that would be uh, of interest to me, Chris Stapps. Who? Porzingis. Oh, Chris Stapps. Yeah. Um. Okay. Like, I like him to fill in that Toby role. 
Or even play with Ben's not in there. Okay. Didn't think of that, but yeah. I guess he's hurt right now, but... There's a guy I would trade. Uh, give me Porzingis. What, what else does Dallas have that I would what like? You hit your head, John Porzingis? That guy's fucking hurt more than Joel times 10. Get the hell out of here, Porzingis. He's not even <laughs> playing right now. He hasn't played, he's played more than like 30 fucking games in a season. Get the fuck, Porzingis, my nuts. Get out of here. He'll be give out of the league in three give years. Me, give me Porzingis and uh, Willie Cauley-Stein. Or Bobon. I'll, I'll, Bo- I'll take Bobon back. Bobon back. I'll take Bobon back. I'm talking a healthy Porzingis. Okay. Yeah. It's just see. like you're talking about a healthy Djax. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. We're all fantasy football GMs, I guess. Or or basketball GMs. We there's are. Only one, there's, only <laughs> one, there's only one successful one on this podcast, apparently. Listen, Daryl needs to get at us. Daryl, get tweeted at us, Daryl. We've got plenty of suggestions. At four no, we don't want any more tampering. At forfeit pods. True, John. We can't afford those fines yet. Me- marketing and media might get a little upset. Uh, yeah, that's a big one. We're going to have to get back to you on that, uh, 50 Thou. So yeah. you. So, forfeit right, podcast tweets all right. out. All right, Jesse. This is a big segue here, and I'm putting you on the spot because I don't know if you're prepared or not, but I'm sure I'm sure you are. Uh-huh. Do do we do we have a cigar corner for this this for the last cigar corner of the year of 2020 of this shit year? Uh, we were going to. I was trying to smoke a cigar uh, yesterday, and uh, my hands got so fucking cold that I dropped it halfway. Oh no! Oh no! Through, and you where it landed, I was not picking it up and smoking. Well, okay, so, so was it good or bad? At least did you like it? Was it? A, it yeah, was a so really. From, I was bummed because it was. It would have been a great smoke. It it would have been a pretty good smoke. So I apologize to our listeners. I was. Well, let us know what it was. What was it? I I forget the. It was a. It was a. Um, what's it? A, a Lancero, which is what Jordan likes to smoke. The um, shit sticks. Oh, the big long guys. The the skinny long ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, were you one wearing of them. a pair of Jordans while you were smoking it? No, I, I, dude, it was, it was, free, and like, I was really enjoying it and yeah, it, it got so cold. Like my hands were, were like, I had like three layers on. I, I was, I was not enjoying the cigar. Like it was a good cigar, but yeah. no, it's been, it's been, it's been a little cold. It's been well, and cold. so I, I um, got a late start on the day, got out on the bike for a couple hours. So like I got home. You actually had, rode on the road? Uh, went to Glassboro Wildlife, but yeah, I took the cross right now. But like, okay, so you're I in sh- the woods. All right, so that's not that bad. By the time I started the smoke, it was like 41, 42. Jesse, if I were you, I would smoke a cigar while on the road bike. Just Absolutely. Just, just like a boss. Just, and just like pass another guy on a road bike, and he would just give you like the most puzzled look. And just give them the give them the old hey bro, hey bro, hey bro. But yeah, that I was I was trying to brave the uh, brave the the uh, environment to to get one in, and um, I went to um, put it back on the ashtray, and it my fingers 
it slipped out of my fingers, bounced off the ashtray and hit the ground. And I was. Yeah. And it, it was only like half of the way through the stick too. And you're just uh, like, that's like, you're getting to the meat of it. You yeah. Know? It was a good smoke too. It was a really good smoke. All so, right. So can we close this episode with a quick off the, off the cuff, like new year's resolution coming off now that we've coming out of like probably the worst year we've ever seen, you know, um, what, what, what do we, is it for, and it could be for anything, anything like the Eagles, the Sixers, um, not even sports related. What's your resolution? What do you want to see in 2021? Who's going first? I want to, me personally, I can't wait. My resolution is to just get back to being able to safely, you know, run some errands with my wife and pop into a restaurant and get like a sandwich and a beer and just relax and comfortably take in some positive energy with, with people in a setting. That's what I miss. And I, I, I don't know if that's a resolution it's more of just like a wish, but, um, you know, that's, that's kind of like what I, what I, what I miss, you know, out of, uh, out of 2020, what we didn't get, um, you know, it's the little things in life, just sitting down and having a burger and a beer and just, uh, taking in the vibe somewhere. And that's, that's, that's one of my things that I, I strive to do in 2021 again, as soon as possible. But I think it's going to take two needles in my arm to to, to get there. Sorry about your addiction. Ah, uh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> John, you got to have a, an Eagles resolution. Come on. No, nah, I leave I leave sports out of it because you know that's just that's just my uh, that's my escape in life. You know, so like I mean they're going to be. They're going to be what they what they're going to be, and I'm just along for the ride. But me personally, I mean, I'm, you know, it's been such a shitty year for other people, like that, you know, lost jobs or you know couldn't put food on the table and things like that. So I guess my resolution is just to give back more. I'm going to try to give back to people more because um, there are people out there that don't can't do because they just don't have the means. And I think we need more people, you know, um, helping out more people because our society right now is so fucked. We need more, uh, Let's we need more nice people. That. Are you going to like, and I'm being serious. And just so people don't think I'm being facetious. I'll save my jokes for later. Are you going to like, do like go to like soup kitchens or like join like a big brothers program for kids that don't have positive role models in their life? Generally, during Christmas time, like Becca and I work with a pastor in Camden, and we um, adopt a family for Christmas, and basically, like, you know, help their help their holidays. Um, because of COVID, we really couldn't do that this year. Um, so hopefully, we can continue to do that. But you know, it's like, you know, we were talking the other day. There's like a marine mammal stranding center. We'd like to like donate money to that you know just do more charity stuff whether it's donate money or give time to um you know things around the neighborhood 
so on and so forth. We haven't nailed that specifically. We, but we, like, we could start a forfeit bike bike team, and we could we could ride some miles for. Uh, yeah, we could do that for some. We'll do. Uh, I mean, I know the autism challenge. I know you got you yep. do a, you do ALS. You know, we could definitely do more stuff like that. And, I'm, and in me, it doesn't even even have to be financial. It's just like. Yeah. When I go when I go on the beach, grab a couple pieces of trash and bring it back, you know, just because we got people now that in this world that you can tell in almost the end of the year, nine, ten months into this fucking pandemic, we got people still acting like complete jerk offs, and we need less of that. So, I agree. I think I I think there's a lot of lot of room for healing. I think we got a lot of. I think we've gotten away. I I agree that it's everything is. You know, we become a, a self-centric society to where, for some people, if you don't get benefit out of it directly, why am I going to do it? But sometimes being yeah. selfless and self, you know, not self-serving, it can go a long way. Whether you see the return that moment or, you know, or not, it's you know, you just kind of the pay it forward, and not for the good luck coming back to you just because you want to be kind and you know. Yeah, when I get back to that first day going out with you guys to grab a burger, you know I'm I'm going to be tipping like fifty percent. Like you know you're, I mean? you're buying my burger too. There you go. No, Bill, 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 bullshit. Bill, Chris, Bill, Chris, Bill, Chris, Bill, Chris, Bill, you mean my ears hurt? You're buying me a burger when we get Jesse. Jesse, I'm not buying them shit. Me and you are going for wing night, pal. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, make sure you, make sure Bill buys because I just had to give him a a, a good chunk of money. Listen, so I, I know he's shit. For it. John, me and Matt, I'm still full from our wing night. I've never eaten so wings many, many wings in my life. <laughs> we threw them away. We have like, these are too many wings. Let's throw these away. Give them the coyotes hey. in the back. But uh, yeah, no, you guys can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Tax suckers. All right, Jesse, what's your resolution? More fi- uh, get back to a fish concert or what? Uh, yeah, I mean that'd be nice. I, I was really wiped out for not being able to go to summer tour or the, you know, the, I always have been able to get tickets for the, the new year's Eve run and, and both of them were brutal, but I don't see either of those things happening this year. So I'm just going to try to, you know, keep riding my bike. Like I did 1700 miles this year. I want to do 3000 miles next year. So do you listen riding. to fish when you ride? Absolutely. Oh man. It's a great bike riding music. That's a, that. That'll get you a, a decent thirteen mile an hour pace, you know, just bopping along, bopping along. Dude, I put in one of their, I put in one of their concerts. Turn it way down so it's it's just like, just there. Yep. And and just grind out, you know, forty fifty miles. It's awesome. Good stuff. All right, William. What's your resolution? John took mine. I want to be a better person, but now John gets to be the one who's a better person. You could do nah, nah, you could be a better person. You know, I guess I, I probably should have given this more thought while you guys were going. But I was, but I was sincerely listening to all of yours, all of your things. So I wasn't, I was, see, I was being selfless there, but not thinking of mine. <laughs> you know, I'd like to, you know, hopefully keep my new job, kind of like it for now. But, uh, you know, I think that'd be a good start to 2021. <laughs> Keep things rolling. Uh, I like to see forfeit, maybe take it to the next level next year. Wouldn't mind trying to do some uh, some live simulcasts on YouTube with with games or certain things. We want to do that. We better get I, some new I, hosts then. <laughs> listen, that's all right. 
Bill, 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 you set it up, and and we'll and we'll yeah, you you set you set up the platform, and we're good. We're good to go, brother. Listen, welcome to one. Maybe he'll actually bring the fucking adapters this time. Listen, welcome to one fit. This is your new host. Accurate breakdowns or shit. You don't get Christoph Porzingis in the the show. Oh my god, our poor viewers. You know, but I'd like to see us. You know, I guess I'm I'm keeping it forfeit, but I'd like to see us. You know, grow viewership. You know, maybe get some more merch on the street. Matt started that trend already with his generous gifts. Well, viewership will definitely grow because right now people only listen to us. So the first time they view us, we'll have a growth in viewership. Listen, or a or a drop. I mean, it could go either way. I mean. It's, t- it's tough to get a little lower than we've been some point, so I'm banking on it can only go up. I People mean, might be like, look at these train wrecks. Listen, you know what? Or, or we There's might a lot get- of train wrecks out there who made a lot of money being a train wreck. So my goal, my, my goal and maybe by the end of 2021, or maybe maybe this is a 2022 goal, <laughs> is that we have management taking care of some things for us, or, or we have an intern of some sorts. We grow the forfeit family. Because out of necessity, we well, need, I think I, we, we probably got like we probably got like two people who would probably want to be part of four fifth family I interview. I mean, we have we have certain I can name two term. right now that would probably be would would definitely uh, take on the ch- the challenge of of becoming one of the four fifth family. But well, you know, and and they can be vetted properly through the process. You know, I mean, it's, trust it. It's you know because that's what we do. I mean, you know, I think we've you know I like to keep on trucking. I like us to hit episode one hundred on time. You know, absolutely. Because after football ends, I mean, it's going to be a little high. You know, it's going to be a little thin on sports again. But it's okay. I've got my recipes. You know that I can that I can review. <laughs> I listen. Kidding. You know, Kidding. If people tune in for more than just sports. Obviously, I mean, it's you know we're we're forfeit for life. And about right. life, that's right. So I think absolutely uh, open for 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 an uptick in forfeit fortunes in twenty one. Well, if anyone wants to become part of the forfeit family, hit us up on the interwebs at forfeit pod or email us uh, forfeitpod at gmail Please cover letters with resumes. Don't half ass it. We would like to see what you feel about the position. <laughs> yes, on cotton paper stock. Or else it's, it's being thrown in the trash. We're not savages, please, people. I mean, this is a, yeah, a thank you. Cotton paper stuff. <laughs> letterpress, letterpress yeah. resume only. Oh God! Start jerking. Here come the designers. Oh. <laughs> if you're if you're more oh, than ten points, you're out of here. Right in the trash. So um, I think this is the la- this is the this is the last episode of 2020. How fitting because yeah. the Eagles season is over. How fitting it's. Uh, the Eagles. I don't even want to do the Eagles prediction. This I don't, not even, I don't even care. Who cares, right? Agree, agree. Listen, we're all happy. We're all having fun doing this podcast. I love you guys and appreciate you. And uh, everyone have a happy new year. Safe and happy new year. Don't go out, you know, fucking licking doorknobs on New Year's Eve and <laughs> all that shit. Not you guys. I know you guys are cool. Just, you know, our, our 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 listening fan base of thousands of people who I'm talking to right now, um, but everyone have a uh, you know 
a happy and healthy new year um 2020 go fuck yourself <laughs> and jesse for what it's worth one last time hit it go birds